If I have kids, I want them to be living in a world that's still healthy and not polluted. So I want to live sustainably and buy secondhand and use resources wisely. From Deergo Collective, this is responsibly different. Sharing stories of certified B corporations and our journey of joining them in leveraging business as a force for good. Welcome to this bonus episode of Responsibly Different. As folks are gathering around tables, sharing food, conversation, tomorrow being Thanksgiving, it got us thinking about conversations with kiddos, right? I mean, kids ask great questions. I know I've got two nephews. One is uh, three and the other is like, I think one and a half. So he's not quite talking yet, but the three-year-old's got the best questions. And I was speaking with my coworker and co-content director, Allison Blackstone here at Durgo Collective. And Allison was sharing with me this really inspiring conversation that her daughter, Chloe, had kind of brought up uh, around the breakfast table. And I won't spoil it because we did invite Chloe in to recount that conversation with Allison. And it's so inspiring. I just have to say, I mean, even in being in the room during the recording, I just felt so inspired and it gave me so much hope for the future. Because young people today understand what's at risk. They get that they're the ones inheriting this earth. And they want to take care of it. And they want to take care of each other. And they're invested in people and planet in a way that I that is that that is so deep and so visceral for them. And yeah, I'm just really excited to share this conversation with you. So I'm gonna stop rambling and let's just jump right in. Chloe, super excited to to have you join us. I know your mom and I were talking the other day about a conversation you both were having about Stonyfield yogurt. Can you tell us a little bit about what that conversation was? So one morning I was eating a yogurt and I noticed, Mom, there's a piece of packaging on the outside that you can take off. I opened it up and began to read. It was talking about how Stonyfield is trying to keep harmful pesticides from kids' playing fields and fields where cows graze. Okay. Why is that important? Who plays on fields? Well, kids like me. Kids like you. And we like pesticides in our bodies, don't we? No. No. No, not at all. No, it is not. And what happens when cows graze on fields that have pesticides? The pesticides get in our milk. That's right. That's right. So into our bodies that way. Stonyfield's campaign is called Play Free. So it's all it's doing some good work really to help, um, just like Chloe said, help help kids play on safe surfaces. So Chloe, you know, we started to talk about why it was important that they were doing it and what it meant to you about that company that they were doing that. And, you know, one of the questions I asked you is they said, okay, go into the store and there's Hundreds and hundreds of different, it feels like 10,000 yogurts to choose from. And you know there is. Is it easy, <laughs> is it easy to pick out yogurts? No. no. <laughs> but this one is good and it's low sugar. So we said, all right, if it wasn't on sale, let's say it was 50, 50%, 50 cents more expensive than the other yogurt, would we still buy it? I would say yes, because 
it's not that much of a difference for money wise and because I like that they're doing not only good things about the yogurt but about the world we live in. So you would say they had a bigger purpose. Like so you were <laughs> connecting with them not just because their delicious vanilla yogurt tasted yum. scrumptious <laughs> yum but because they were doing something that was helping kids and you wanted to support them with that purchase. Mm-hmm. I'm curious too, Chloe, can you just describe like for folks listening kind of how you found that on the packaging, what it looked like and kind of what your what got you kind of excited about bringing that up in conversation with with your mom? Well, I really liked this yogurt and I had noticed there was like a little flap on the outside that said pull here. So I pulled it off and I read the thing about the pesticides and I wanted my mom to know that to know I don't just like this yogurt for how it tastes, that it has a bigger cause than that. Yeah. And we keep buying that yogurt. Yep. Exactly. So the next thing I asked you, I said, hey, you know, so because, you know, I didn't really know a lot about B Corps until I started working at Deergo. I said, Chloe, do you know what? They're a B Corp. I know that Stonyfield is a B Corp. And I asked you, do you know what a B Corp is? And do I you know, No, I don't. You know you don't. And you know who else is a B Corp? Um, Lake Champlain Chocolate. That's right, chocolate! Chocolate! So I wanted to tell you, so we talked a little bit about it, and I said, you know, I'm going to try and tell you what a B Corp is, but I also wanted to tell you other products in our house that we use. So I went on a B Corp journey to see what what else we use. So Tillamook, what flavor? Wait, is is that the ice cream? The ice cream. Yum. Yum. Ben and Jerry's. Hey, yo. A lot of B Corp ice creams. Um, Cabot cheese. Oh. Yes. Uh, King Arthur flour. Really? Yes. Oh. Right? Now, what do you love to bake with King Arthur flour? What's your faves? Uh, I like to bake cupcakes and cookies. Yeah, you do. My waist will tell that tale. And <laughs> the eggs that we have, Vital Farms eggs, also a B Corp. Really? Really. So did you know that lurking in our house, that's one, two, three, four, five. Five, six B Corps. Wow. I know, right? That's what I said. And so how did I tell you we could look for... Isn't isn't there like a symbol on the package or something? Yeah, there is. What does the symbol look like? Do you remember? Is it a B? <laughs> Spoiler alert, it is a B. That is correct. And so we started talking about, hey, we should be looking. We should be looking. Oh, oh see what I did there? We should be looking for those products when we're out in a grocery store. And you said... But mom, why? What is a B Corp? So what did I tell you? I, pr- I probably fumbled, fumbled through it. So you tell me what I told you, and then Mr. Ben will give us the straight scoop. If I remember correctly, you told me a B Corp was a company that made sure they treated their employees fairly. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, that's one of the things. That's absolutely right. What was the other one? What else? That's okay. Mr. Ben's going to give us some backup here. Think about your Stonyfield adventure. What what impact is Stonyfield having? Um, they are working on the field, so to have kids and cows have safe fields. Yeah, so community, right? Having a positive impact on the community. So what's really cool about B Corps is that they uh, they measure their impact in five key areas. So you called out two of them. So community and workers. So the people that work for them, their employees, but also the way that they make decisions within the business, how they impact the environment, and their impact on their customers or their their end users. And so all of those categories 
their their actual impact is measured and they get a score. And if they score above a certain number, in this case, 80, if they score above 80, then they can be a certified B Corp. But it's a really rigorous process. So there's a there's a nonprofit that actually goes through and makes sure that what companies say they're doing is actually what they're doing, which is part of what makes it so cool. So when you see a B Corp, you know that they're doing the work and that they care about their impact. What do you what do you think about that? That's really cool. I didn't know that before this. Hmm. What would you say thinking about I, I know you do a lot of work with the Girl Scouts. What do you think are some of the the big things that you'd like to see businesses working to solve for? I would like to see them definitely treating the their employees fairly, no matter what gender, what race, or what ethnicity. And what's the word? That's right, buddy. Ethnicity. You got it. I got you it? You got it. Okay. Um, I would like to see them make sure they're treating the environment nicely. I mean, it is our world. True story. True story. And let's see. Hmm. So one of the things we talked about while you're pondering that... I see you got your full-on ponder face going. Um, We said, okay, there's a directory out there that tells us about all different kinds of B Corps. Pretty cool. So we said, I wonder if there's other products or services for kids and B Corps. So this morning, as I was getting ready to have this conversation with you, I went and looked up, all right, I searched children, I searched kids. And I got to be honest, there weren't a ton of kids products. And interestingly, I found a lot of things that were that were kind of directed towards kids were actually happening um, in Europe and in other places, not as many kind of here America, yeah. yeah, in America. So I thought that was interesting. But I found a couple of really cool ones that I thought we should talk about. So the first one is called Merry-Go-Rounds. And they have this thing called Merry Boxes Subscription. So what they do, it's all about changing how kids and parents think about shopping secondhand. So it's taking clothes and packaging them up in subscription boxes. Now you're going to be upset because they only go to size 14. And I know. No. I know. Like, I know you're so worried about not having the cool clothes. Can we subscribe for a little bit, please? Well, you're, maybe. You're right on the cusp, kid. But okay. All right. I know. But their mission is to make it more sustainable, affordable, and fun to buy secondhand. So they take and they package up these goods and you can have these subscription boxes. I was like, that's awesome. The next one I found is a company called EcoBirdie. Now, they're, they are um, it, a European company, but they take old plastic toys and they recycle them and they turn them into designer kids furniture. And it's so cool because what they found was that the toys were part of a, a segment of products that are heavily, heavily used and wear out, um, but are made almost entirely from plastic. And so getting those out of the waste stream was really important. So they go mm. in and they clean and they kind of repurpose. And you would have loved this kid's furniture. I know. All the cool stuff, right? It's hard to be a 12-year-old. Uh. I know. It's hard to be a 12-year-old. So it got me thinking, right? So we love a good Goodwill shopping sesh, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. So we talk about being a conscious consumer, Right. And we talk about how we can shop more consciously and always not be buying more things. So what are the, some of the ways that we do that? Shopping secondhand. That's right. So where are some of the places that we do that? We go to Goodwill. Mm-hmm. Lots for tots. Yep. Any other good ones? Well, there's the best one of all. That Which doesn't, is it? That doesn't cost any money. 
The swap shop. The swap shop. Ding, 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 ding. All right, tell me what the swap shop is. So the swap shop is people bring their old books, furniture, toys, and they drop them off at this building. People can come and take the items and leave some of their own. It works really well, and you get free toys. That's right. What do you like to get at the swap shop? Barbies. Barbies. And what else? Places where Barbies like to reside. Oh, I got two of my Barbie dream houses from the swap shop, and they were both in really good condition. They were really good shape. So for those listening, the swap shop is at our local transfer station affectionately known as the dump. Uh, so we do where the town we live in, we take our own trash to the dump. But it, it's like a Shangri-La. I mean, I've gotten the coolest stuff at the swap shop. I've gotten chairs. I've gotten pieces of mid-century modern furniture. We've gotten amazing things. And and Chloe's absolutely right. The deal is it has to be in good working condition. It, you know, it can't be dirty. It can't be broken. Although some of that stuff does show up, but you bring it to the swap shop and it becomes new and and loved and used by somebody else. And it's such a benefit to the community. Um, So we go to the swap shop a lot. Now, how many how many Barbie houses did you originally start out with? So I had three at first. That's right. I sold uh, I bought one to the swap shop. I bought it from a friend. That's right. We got another one. We We got another one then. And then one day I left one of them, uh, my least favorite, out by the curb, and there was a little girl who took it. It was really cute. And what did her mom say? Um, She was really excited about this. She was like, this is for free? And we're like, of course. We're just paying it forward. We got it at the swap shop. Now, what about the princess one? What happened there? That was a good story. It's a really good story. So my mom had taken the princess castle out of the car. She'd put it down. And a mom jumped out of her car and started body blocking it. My mom was like... Body block, body block. What What are you doing? And, she, and, and she's like, I can't let my daughter see this. And the dad sticks his head out of the window and says, she saw it. Too late. And then they're loading into the car and we see this little girl wearing a Cinderella dress. And it made me so happy. It did. It feels good, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it feels good when you can like give something additional life because those Barbie houses are in great shape. So... I know you love your Barbies, and you've told me that you're going to be taking them to college, which I totally support. Woohoo! But when you're done with the houses, what are we going to do with them? Bring them to the swap shop. Bring them to the swap shop. Someone else is going to love them just as much as you have. So all this talk about Barbies, and we talk about sustainability, because that's one of the things that's you know important as part of the B Corp movement. Yeah. It got me thinking about that Barbie oh, we- bought you recently, right? Yeah. So do you want to talk? Which one was that? So... I got this really cool African-American Barbie, Yeah, but she was made completely out of ocean-bound plastic. It's amazing. It's called Barbie Loves the Ocean. And Chloe's right. She's made completely from recycled plastics, as is the fabric of her dress and her killer trendy sunglasses that came as part of the pack. And her flip-flops. And her flip-flops. Now, can you tell me about the packaging that so, this doll was in? the packaging is completely recyclable. That's right. It's all like cardboard. Yeah, so it's F- FSC certified recyclable packaging. So this doll had a lot of really cool things going on. So we talked about it and we said, all right, well, you have a lot of dolls. I mean, I I'm not wrong, right? Yeah. I, you do. Yeah. Oh, okay, I know. it's a true story. But, it's a true story. And then I said, mom, the reason we should do this is the same thing I wanted the crayons color of the world skin crayon yep mm-hmm. is because I definitely approve of this movement and we're voting with our money. We're telling the Mattel that we love this idea. 
Let's get one. We love this. It's great. Yeah, we want them to make more dolls like this, right? And the way to get them to know that is to buy one. Is to buy one. Exactly. So, in some cases, it's okay to buy a new thing, right? We're not saying never buy a new thing, but what do you, what do you, what do I always tell you when you're thinking about buying something new? And I know sometimes there's like real stress in your heart when we're at the store because yeah. yeah i know i really want the thing you really want the thing but what do you think about in your mind i think will i really play with this do i really need this yeah do i have some of these like why do i want this like is it going to bring me joy am i gonna you know leave it on the floor for daddy to step on or for beanie to eat? <laughs> <laughs> or for beanie to eat <laughs> or for beanie to eat right so we really want to think about like what we have and and what do we try and do sometimes? We go through your room and we do what? We take all the toys that I don't play with yep. and some of them that are more cause we that we that were a little more expensive to buy, we take to Goodwill. Yep. And some that we got got for free or they were really like cost effective, we just bring them right to the swap shop and someone else gets them. And and they get to have another life. They get to play on. Mm-hmm. And that's what matters, right? Yeah. So The other thing I was thinking about, and something you and I have talked a lot about, and thinking about community. So put on your community brain right now. Um, So we bought that toy at a local toy shop here in Yarmouth. Yeah. So that means we shopped... Locally? Locally. Now, why does that matter? As opposed to like, we could have bought Bought it off of Amazon. Right. Exactly. So what's the difference? So Amazon, the person who made Amazon, very, very rich. Right. We all know this. Yes. But these small local businesses, since COVID-19 hit... They've been struggling. Yeah. You have to try to support them. That The only way to support them is to purchase their things. That's right. And I want to shop locally to help these businesses. Yeah. So, like, the person who owns that store, do you think they live in Yarmouth? Probably. Probably. Do you think they have a family to support here locally? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So when you're supporting them, you're not just supporting their business. You're supporting someone who lives in the community. Why does that matter? It matters so they can support their family and Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Helps the local economy, doesn't it? Keeps all those things that we love here and running. Yeah. That's awesome. So, you know, Claude, the other thing, you know, you asked me today, uh, am I going to be paid to be on this podcast? And I said, well, Chloe, I appreciate your your capitalistic bent. I do. <laughs> and I said, you know, a lot of people who come on the podcast do it out of the very good of their heart. Like the Responsibly Different podcast is all about supporting B Corps and the B Corp movement. Oh, go ahead. You don't you, you got this girl. You got the mic. Take it. And I decided, well, since everyone's doing it for free, I don't want to get paid. Right. Can I get a toy because I'm doing this? Right. Because we know the toy shop is in Yarmouth. It's a big draw. And then... And then what did you say when we were in the car? And then I, we were driving here and I said, wait, no, I don't want to go to the toy shop. I already have so many toys. I would rather do an experience yep. that can stay in my head forever. That's right. So I asked my mom, can we go to the art museum instead? And she said, of course, that'd be great. And that's what we're going to do. So instead of uh, instead of buying another thing, because yep. we know we got lots of things and we love our things, there's nothing wrong with things. Don't get me wrong. But today you and I are going to go do something inside because it's raining cats and dogs out there. So I was really impressed with that, Chloe. And I think, you know, as as you get older and things get more expensive, like having those experiences and having those times together, I think that's also part of being a conscious consumer is waiting and buying what we really need. Mm-hmm. So at the end of all of this, like it was so interesting to me that you popped that label off like that started this whole journey and this conversation and all the things we wanted to talk about. And I think it's really important because 
as kids, you're the next generation of consumers, yeah. right? You're going to be making money. You're going to be out there in the marketplace buying things. And I think it's important for companies to hear yeah. that it's just not about the thing they make, but it's what they stand for, right? That's what drew you to Stonyfield. That's what drew you to this conversation. So the other thing I was going to ask you is, you know, as a kid, as as a roommate in, yeah. in our house, right? Because you are technically my roommate. <laughs> ah, maybe a terrible roommate. Jury's, jury's still out there. So what are the things that we can do? You can laugh. It's okay. You can laugh at me. It's okay. What are the things that we are doing to try and make changes at home to be more sustainable? We are trying to cut back less on paper towel. Who has a big problem with that? Me? You're looking at it. Oh, wait. Or, or daddy uses those a lot. How about me? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's kind of a problem. And we don't even want to talk about Granddad Terry because he's the worst <laughs> defender of them all. Uh, the trees weep when Granddad Terry comes to town. So, yeah, paper towels. So what was your suggestion? What did you say we should do? Maybe we should try to get some cloth rags and just wash them every now and then. Yep. So there's this really cool company in South Portland that I want to go check out. Um, a woman named Laura Marston owns it. It's called Go-Go Refill. Oh, okay. She's not a B Corp. But what could we recommend to her, knowing all the good things that B Corps do? Becoming a B Corp? Become a B Corp. And could you talk to her about that now that you've heard all the stories about? Yeah. And even if she's not, you know, it's like just putting that good energy out into the universe. So I commit to you that we will go and it's going to be it's going to be tough. Like it's a vice, but we will work on our paper towel consumption habits. So what else do we do? We... Try to run dishwasher more or less to yeah. save water. That's right. Because dishwashing actually uses less energy than water and water than hand washing. Correct. When it's not running down the drain. And what do you do when mom's brushing her teeth and she's standing there talking to you and I've got the water running? I turn off the tap. You turn off the tap. Hey, I appreciate it. I always need those those helpful angels on my shoulder. Now, what about that stinky silver pail that we have up on the thing that dad oh, thinks yeah. is just there for, for fruit flies, but it's really there for what? What we do is we are a part of this kind of club-like thing called Garbage to Garden. Yep. What you do is you fill up this big green compost bucket. Stinky. And you leave it out by the end of your driveway. When you remember on Tuesdays. Otherwise, you have to yeah. wait a week and it's super gross. Cool. <laughs> and cool. they will come and take the can and leave you a new one. Yep. And they will change all that into compost. And whenever you want something, you can just let them know and they will leave... The bucket and a little bag of compost. That's right. And Mr. Ben, what did we learn about compost this week? So we learned the hard way uh, not to use compost for your plants inside because it attracts bugs. So I, I, (laughs) yeah. So (laughs) the, yeah, (laughs) maybe I'll leave that there. So true story. Um, We have been fighting the fruit fly battle heroically downstairs. Um, So some of the other things you do. So when we go into a store and I get a beverage and I reach for a... A plastic straw, I say. And what do you tell me? I say, Mom, do you really need that? You could just use the cup. That's true. And And she leaves the straw. And I leave the straw. Uh, So when we... Yeah, go, go. Actually, I have been proud of a lot of companies. I want to reach out and say thank you for doing paper straws. True. That's a lot better for the environment. It is a lot better for the environment. Where are some places where we've grabbed paper straws? Can you think of some? Um, How about Big Fin Poke, right? Big Fin Poke. We definitely got a paper straw there. Definitely give them a shout out. That's 
again, that's like, thank you. Got to represent when people are stepping up and doing the right things. We got to let them know we appreciate it. Also, uh, there are some really great companies that make stainless steel straws that you can keep with you. So if you ever need a straw out and about, you have one in your own like little pouch. And we can certainly link to that in the show notes. United by Blue has a really cool kit that I'm a big fan of. Uh, the trick with that, though, is you got to remember to clean it after you use it. That's good. Okay. So, but it does, but it does come with a little cleaner. It is, but yeah. There you go. All right. So, what are some of the things that you do at school to help conserve? Uh, what do I do at school, Mom? Well, you some days you like one day we forgot it, and what did we have to go do? You forgot your oh, water bottle. My water bottle. And you were so upset because what did we have to do? We had to go buy a single-use plastic water bottle. So every day now, I have been bringing a reusable water bottle. Actually, Mom, speaking of that, plastic water bottle is still my backpack. That's what I'm using as a water bottle. Now. Okay, well, you know what? That's okay because you're you're using it past single use. So I'm not going to give you a hard time about that. Like, you know, we we're going to continue to use it where we can, and we're really going to try not to buy those single use plastics, right? So, what were you reading today? You were reading that magazine that was talking about how people wanted to conserve, what they wanted to do for the environment. What yeah. were some of the things people talked about? So, if I remember, there were make a donation to save an endangered animal yep. clean up your neighborhood clean up your neighborhood we can always do that can't we cut back on single-use plastic stuff correct mundo eat less meat yep and biker walk to nearby places yeah that's fine because you do a bike to bike to school day right so that could happen uh-huh. more than one day so that's really cool so chloe now you know a little bit more about B Corps. What are we going to do when we're in the grocery store? We're going to look for that little B on those packages. We're going to be aware oh! and look for the B. So we're going to bring it home, Mama. This is it for all the marbles. Any last thoughts you want to share with other kids or grownups, right? People out there using their dollars to share their, to, to tell companies what they want about buying secondhand about trying to be more sustainable at home or buying from B Corps like Stonyfield? What would you tell people to think about? I say buying secondhand is also really fun. Like if you buy a Gucci shirt, you can get like not a lot of use out of it because you grow. But buying from like Lots of Tots, I get my, all my fancy dresses there and I can wear them any day I want because we got them for like three bucks. Exactly. So we're going to wear those dresses even Woo! if it's a Tuesday. Hello, represent. It's Tuesday. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, what about being sustainable? What would you tell people to think about? Do you have to do everything at once? No, but just try to, like, use a less paper towel a day or cut back on single-use plastic straws and think about getting a metal straw. Yeah, so making little changes can add up to a big difference, can it? hmm Yeah. Chloe, I really appreciate you, like, pointing that label out to me. And we're going to go check that out a little bit more and see how we can, like, come on, come alongside them and see what we can do. Um And, you know, just for being aware and wanting to tell other people that's what it's all about. Like, it's raising your voice up, making it heard, and and helping people along the path, along the journey with you. So thanks for being here today, bud. Thank you, Mom. Yes. I do have a question for both of you. Uh, I know, Allison, you and I have talked about the journey you're on and and Chloe, the journey that you are on. This is a, a question for each of you. What, how did you hear about I mean, obviously, Allison, you know, B Corp, like we talk about it all the time, right? Like we're here and all of that. But to kind of kick us off, Chloe, how how did you 
like what made you interested in sustainability or in caring about your community or like I'm just so curious what has inspired that interest and passion for you to to be learning and growing in that way because if I have kids I want them to be living in a world that's still healthy and not polluted so I want to live sustainably and buy secondhand and use resources wisely that makes a lot of sense mom I'm so curious your your thoughts and response to that so one of the things that I think has really kind of there are two things um, that set me down on on this path. Chloe is a proud member of a Girl Scout troop, a local Girl Scout troop. Woohoo! Woohoo! Troop one twenty represent. And so we try and, and talk to the girls a lot about you know using resources wisely. It's in the Girl Scout law, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's it talks about protecting the planet, about being responsible citizens, making the world a better place, making the world a better place for every Girl Scout and. You know, we we want to we want to leave it better than we found it. I think that's kind of, you know, when we talk about going out on our hikes, Chloe, what are the principles that we think about when we're out on our hikes? Leave no trace and Mm -hmm. leave it better than you found it. Leave it better than you found it. So, you know, always finding those opportunities um, to to do that. And then, you know, being here, I would say I really didn't know anything about B Corps until I started working at at Dirigo Collective. And it's been a really interesting journey. And, and, you know, I think that's why I I mentioned to Chloe, I think it can feel overwhelming if you're new in your journey, um, that you feel like, oh, my God, I'm doing everything wrong, like everything. But I think you look for those places to have success, to have those small successes and to let one success build on another and, you know, see it, it permeate and trickle through like all the things we're talking about in our lives. So I would say working here and and being a part of an organization with amazing girls who, you know, inspire me every day to think about the world that we want to live in and shape for them and and have them be a part of being inspired by these girls and um you know thinking about the world we live in and thinking about modeling that behavior and thinking about the behavior they model for me you know i learned from chloe i learned something that i didn't know i didn't know about the play free campaign through stonyfield and um you know having her come up and articulate that and talk about why it mattered to her and why it was important you know they have so much to teach us. We just need to listen. So really, you know, just opening my eyes and ears to the things that are going on around me. Thank you for saying that, Mom. You're welcome, bud. I sure love you a lot. I love you, too. Oh, that makes me happy. Thanks so much, friends, for tuning into this bonus episode. Do tune in again tomorrow for our regularly scheduled programming. We have a special guest for Thanksgiving. It is the sustainability director of Amy's Kitchen. So if you're running around today and you're like, shoot, I forgot a side and I've got vegetarian people coming to the house. I don't know what to do. You can head to your freezer section. Amy's has you covered. No, they don't pay me to say this. I just genuinely love them as a vegetarian myself. Those little meals are pretty clutch. So also, if this is your first time tuning into this podcast, you can learn more at responsiblydifferent.com. With that, I hope you all have a great holiday tomorrow and that you're able to get all of the supplies that you need and are able to enjoy the company and warmth of people you love. 
with so much gratitude for you and all the ways that you ripple out into the world. Thank you. Have a great holiday. This is a production of Deergo Collective. Claire Clausen is our project manager. Jeremy Glass is our writer. The music is an original score by our very own Kevin Oates. And I, Ben Marine, am your host and editor. To learn more about Deergo Collective, visit deergocollective.com.